the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Well, she says it's her husband's fault, so we're with her. Okay, uh, Scarlett Hildebeidel is with us. She's got a brand new book out. It's called You're the Worst Person in the World. Scarlett, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. How did I do? Did I do okay? You did excellent. I told you, no pressure. Nobody gets my name right, so I don't ever expect them to. So you're A+. plus. Bonus points. Scarlett's got a great book. I love the title, and I know there's good stuff in it, but I just love the title. You're the worst person in the world. I, I think I might have known that already. It's all good. <laughs> good. But, but help us a little bit. How did you, and this is not your first rodeo, right? You've You've done other works, but on this book, uh, what's it about and why did you come up with that title? Okay, first I'll answer why did I come up with the title and then I'll tell you what it's about. Okay. Then it'll make more sense. Okay. Um, so my first book was called Afraid of All the Things. Um, it was kind of memoir, testimony, anxieties, this thread through my life. And um, But it's lighthearted. It's supposed to be funny. So when I was picking the cover and going back and forth with my publisher, I was sending all the cover options to my best friend. And one of the, co- I mean, there were like fangs on the cover. And I thought this was funny to have like all the most scary images. And so they send these color palette options. One of them was dark red. So I said, Katie, you know, what do you think of the dark red? And she is a very supportive, wonderful friend. And it was my first published book. So she was like, <laughs> Scarlett, I'm so excited for you. Honestly, the dark red is a little bit scary. And I know you're going for funny. So maybe, maybe not dark red. But if it was just a blank, if your first book was just a blank white book, and all it said was you're the worst person in the world, I'd still be so excited. (laughs) And I laughed because I was like, I was just thinking of a Christian book with that title Mm -hmm. sitting on a coffee table. And so I laughed really hard. And I was like, Katie, that's so funny. That should be a book someday. (laughs) So that was in 2019 or 2018. And um yeah. So then I started thinking about it and, you know, you guys, we just met, we're just new friends. So you don't know my whole testimony, but anxiety was the main thread. And I started thinking about, you know, my, just the Christian life and how you've got to get to this point of, um, humility and recognizing you're the worst to even see your need for Jesus, which we all need Jesus. But then I also thought about how, um, for me, I became a Christian when I was 14, but I felt really stuck in that noticing I was the worst. And then I was still kind of making my faith all about me and um, do better, do better every day. Mm. Um, and so it wasn't until I realized that the gospel isn't just my hope for someday, like someday, hopefully I'll be approved, but I better do a really good job at being a Christian. Like that's the opposite of the Christian faith. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good on my behalf. And the goodness in me springs up out of my gratitude and and, you know, I've been so loved. I want to love him back. And so when that clicked for me, that was huge. So I thought, okay, I can actually use this really funny joke my friend made as a, t- as a title and share stories of me being the worst to hopefully help readers laugh and see more. I hope that they see more than just, wow, that girl is the worst. I hope that they also see that they are the worst and that after that, they can repent and turn from their sin and experience that daily turning from 
looking at this stuff. Sorry, this is radio. I'm putting my hand in front of, you know, Colossians 3, 2, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. So if you can um, discipline yourself to keep your eyes, you know, put your eyes back on the Lord every day, um, realize your life is about worshiping him, then you can actually have the joy and peace that we all want so badly. So there you go. So so this may be asking to go too deep, but where you, you said that the anxiety uh, was a lot of the cause of that. Where did, where did the anxiety come from for you? Do you think? It's <sighs> a good question. Um, <laughs> no, not too deep. I'm very, I'm an open book. Um, I, so I had kind of a weird upbringing. My mom was an actress on Saturday night live. My oh, wow. biological, yes. Um, my biological dad was a fire eating magician. And <laughs> wow. I know. I say these Look things at now. You. Wow. Well, here's awesome. the thing. Here's the thing. In high, I'm 36. I'm like, wow, that's pretty interesting. And that's a cool story. But when I was a little kid, um, I was very panicked about life. My parents got divorced. I was growing up in the wings of comedy clubs, which, I mean, co- stand up comedy is like my main hobby, watching yeah. it on Netflix and sweatpants and yeah. eating nachos. Um, yeah. And now I see why I'm like, duh, of course I'm going to be into that. <laughs> but you know how you just grow up and kind of find it like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Um, but as a kid, I was kind of just a straight arrow, like I said, perfectionist and kind of grasping at control by trying to have a normal, you know, I'm going to get straight A's and I'm going to do all the stuff. Um, and so where did it come from? I mean, I remember when I was five, my parents got divorced. So that was the first time I was like, oh, dads can go away. Homes can go away. Mm -hmm. And at this point I'd lived in, um, LA, New York, Miami. And so I was just kind of, it sounds really fun and cool, but I was so little. And so, you know, and also I was being taught about Jesus. My mom's a Christian. Um, I was being raised in, in church. And so I was hearing about Jesus and how, um, he loved us and I was seeing joyful, peaceful people. And I was also seeing Hollywood. And so it was all kind of, yeah. I think, jumbled together. And, and I always, I felt like a failure. This is just a huge part of my testimony, but it was like, I was even afraid of Jesus because I would hear sermons and not know context and not have any life experience yet. And I'd see right. Jesus saying, you did all these things in my name. Um, depart from me. I never knew you. So that's kind of, that got locked in my brain. And I was just kind of, um, ignoring the character of God or just not knowing enough about it yet and being mm-hmm. like, okay, I think I'm failing because I'm anxious all the time. So wow. I don't know. I've had a lot of therapy, so I don't know if that answers your question. But- <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a great answer. Scarlett has a new book. It's called You're the Worst Person in the World. I don't know which one I'm more impressed with. And I'm sorry, I'm a little a little struck here. I mean, having a mother that was on Saturday Night Live, to me, that's epic. Yeah. Pretty cool. And your dad, a fire swallower, I thought, as a kid, I always thought, man, that's about the coolest thing somebody could do. I don't know how they don't hurt themselves. I don't wow. know, man. But, so I don't... That's, but that's, Sorry, just, that's, just, that's just so amazing. May I ask, did the, Katie, your friend, does she get credit in your book at all for giving you the title of the book? Of course. And I mean, I, <laughs> yes, she's my, she's, we call each other bosom, like bosom friend, like Anne of Green Gables, you know, yeah. Anne and Diane. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because she's so, so a big part of it. Now she lives in Tennessee now and I've kind of moved all over. So our whole relationship now exists on Marco Polo, the app, it's like sending videos <laughs> yeah. to each other. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I didn't, even, she's so intertwined into my life. I talk about her so much. So she's listening to the audiobook for the first time right now texting me every few days like oh i was the one who told you that baseboards were a thing you know (laughs) i have a part about how i never knew about baseboards anyway it's a great book and i love what you said when we talked to when you said that you realized that faith was not just about you or it's not just all about you and i think i mean that's crucial for all of us right Mm -hmm. i I think that we just get so locked into ourselves Mm -hmm. and then we realize wait a minute uh and then once we figure out hey we are the worst person let's move on 
Exactly. You know, sadly, there are people that uh, get locked into that and they never get past that thing. And like you said, that can be paralyzing. Uh, amazing. So what have you heard so far from folks that have listened to the book? And thank you for doing that. And uh, also writing the book. Um, so far, so good. I don't know. I mean, no, I don't know. People um, have said what I hoped they would say. I, yeah. You know, you put it out there and you you hope. I mean, it's very confessional. I At some point in the book, I said, I've never been Catholic, but I kind of feel like I'm just <laughs> listing all my sins. Um, but yeah, my whole goal with the book was to just like you, like you just said so well, Rick, um, point people to, you know, so many Christians get stuck in the, I'm the worst. Mm -hmm. And then I think that I was one of those Christians for so long. I totally think I was a believer. I totally think I had the hope of Jesus was going to go to heaven when I died, but I lived in misery. (laughs) You know, I didn't, I didn't know how to have the joy and peace. I would see the joy and peace in people and I'd be like, I'm failing. So, you know, I have heard that that is, has been the takeaway from people who have read it so far. So I'm so grateful. Um, yeah. So how much would you say your faith and your relationship, your closeness to God had grew while you were writing this book? I mean, here's the cool thing about being a Christian. You guys know, it's like, what is the verse that says, um, he's transforming us one degree of glory, you know? Um, I'm I'm to this point now. My husband just turned 40. <laughs> so we're like, you know, joking around about being old now. And you know, you're when still you're, young. You okay, got a thank long, you you gotta, Well, I'm I'm saying that to him all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm 36. <laughs> I'm not old yet. Okay. <laughs> um, you're old, but not me. <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> I'm old by association, I guess. There you, there you go. Um, but you know, I'm just I love aging at this point in my life because I look, you know, I used to when I was what 30, I would look back in my twenties and be and have this shame. Um, that I didn't need to have because of the gospel. Like, why did Jesus die if I'm not going to accept his forgiveness and, you know, tap into that peace and joy that's already available to me um, because of the cross, because of the resurrection? And so, you know, I look back now, and of course, I look back five years and cringe a little bit, but then I remember, like, thank goodness God is making me more like him. I'm sure that when I'm 46, I'm going to look back at this time and and be like, oh, yeah, I didn't, you know. <laughs> um, and I think that's how it should be. We're we're becoming more and more like Jesus as yeah. we walk with Him. I hope. Love it. Scarlett's <laughs> new book is "You're the Worst Person in the World," and you can go to "You're the Worst Person in the World." dot com. Uh, assuming that your parents are still around and alive, have they read your stuff, and what do they think about it? Um, I think my mom is reading it. I don't know if, okay, so I don't have a relationship with my biological father, but my adoptive father, he was a SWAT guy. He's in his sixties. Um, I go like this. He's like, uh, Johnny Bravo. He's a triangle of muscles still to this day. Um, he's so funny and wonderful. And you look at him and you're scared, but then he opens his mouth and he's super funny. So I dedicated it to him and, um, I don't think he's ready yet. I mean, it just came out like last week. So, um, my mom just got hers in the mail. I don't know, you guys. I'm in that phase where I'm like, I'm waiting to hear what they think. So yeah. awesome. my mother-in-law is reading it. She's, she said she loves it. She's laughing That's and crying is what she said. <laughs> well, I mean, just the title alone, it, it yeah. would draw me in. I I don't read a whole lot of books, but if I saw a book called You're the Worst Person in the yes. World, I'd be like, okay, I've got to Yay. Well, it's on audio. It's on Audible, too. So if you're not a, a book reader, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, and I was just going to say, I think uh, uh, I'm going to uh, listen to it uh, rather than read it. It'd take me forever with all the other stuff that's going on. Scarlett, I apologize in advance for my voice because I'm the one reading it and I'm not. Oh, that's awesome. I love it when authors <laughs> read their own stuff. Yes, Good, bad, uh, ugly. Yeah. It just comes from the soul. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? 
So, Charlotte, what a delight you are. We'd love to talk to you again, uh, maybe in the summer if you're up for it. Uh, the book is called You're the Worst Person in the World. You can go to you're the worst person in the world.com. And as she mentioned, you can read it. You can buy it at Amazon, no doubt, or wherever you get your books and also listen to it on audible.com. Uh, great stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.